passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. bizarre doing the show it used to feel so natural doing it three times a week but now it's just once a week blitz is here what does it feel bizarre you mean just not doing it as much yeah yeah, yeah i felt I like it was i was doing it i was getting the reps in um there was a surprise off the rails known as bubble love sponge show on monday morning which was not a fun surprise that's oh, not yeah. a good way to start the week and then it's not a good way to end the week with people mad at you I forgot all about the Monday thing. That seems that seems like such a long time ago. Oh, this morning? No, no, no. Or Monday. Monday. Oh, fuck. That fucked me up bad. And yeah. I'm here's the thing. And people tell me I did good, but like I, I don't trust anybody. Even if Bubba told me I did good, I'm like, I, is he saying that to make me feel better? I don't know. 
Um, but I'm extremely critical of myself. Mm-hmm. More than chat, if you can even imagine. I have chat cancer in my head. It's called my conscience. Okay. It's bad. So so yes, I guess in a lot of ways I'm I'm broken inside. But what makes me laugh is when people go, you have a big head, which is what was said this morning. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You mean in chat or? No. Oh, Bubba said that? Because I'll get into it, but if you missed the first five minutes of the show, it was just, uh, there was a little bit of, uh, there was a tiff. I wouldn't even call it a fight, but it was uncomfortable between you and I, which I don't like. I don't like to, it to be uncomfortable with anybody, mm-hmm. but, you know, especially the person I'm closest to yeah, here. Sure. Uh, but when people tell me I'm, you know, you're getting a big head, I go, no, <laughs> I I suffer from crippling self doubt and anxiety, yeah. um, and I I notice that in pretty much all aspects of my life. But the thing about me is that I don't allow that feeling to dictate my behavior. So even right. though I'm like I suck, I go, well, you gotta do seven more segments now, so get it together. Um, this morning. Uh, Lummy was talking about the sports show that he did, I guess, yesterday, and that he's going to keep doing it. And I wasn't even really talking to anyone directly. I just said out loud, this is even before the show started. This was like 5.57 a.m. So I'm barely awake, and I hear Lummy talking about something, and, and I get... Not, I don't want to use the word hassled, but you know, Bubba likes to, he's, he keeps a fire under our ass, which is good. It's good. And so, cause I do a show on the Bubba Army podcast with Tara and it's a, it's a revolving door of broads, but Bubba says it really moves the needle. He looks at the analytics. It does. It does. And you look at the analytics and you say it moves the needle. So it's one of those things where every time, you know, Tara and I get together, we're pretty much the main two broads. Is great, but we just have like crazy hectic schedules. So sure. to organize it, and I feel bad asking, and she doesn't work too far from here, but the bitch is working like eighteen hours a day. Like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she, I'm asking her to come in and do something for free, <laughs> you yeah. know, which she enjoys and she loves, and we have a great time. But it's, I also hate it's still hectic. hijacking someone's time Absolutely. that they're not me, getting paid me, for. Me too. I hate doing that because you know what? I hate when people do that to me. Uh huh. So, but we were talking yesterday. <clears throat> about some stuff and I said you know you, you down to do it next Wednesday she said yeah so I come in this morning and they're talking about you know Lummy sports show and I go oh Tara and I are recording on Wednesday we're doing it on Wednesday because that's usually how I inform Bubba and he because that's what I realize is when I inform Bubba I don't ever ask Bubba I just go because he's he here's the thing he's asking me when are you going to do it and then I say right. we're doing it this day because so, I got it. So here's why. Because he thinks if you're already telling him, you've already cleared it with me. Okay. That's why. All right. All right. Well, he's always asking, when are you going to do another one? When are you going to do another one? So he's talking about that. So I wanted to make it, I just wanted him to be happy with me, but sure. it, it, it was a reverse Jones and I got myself in trouble. So I go, hey, Bubba, we're doing it on Wednesday. And then you're like, are you asking me or telling me? I'm like, well, I was just kind of like telling, telling Bubba because he wants, it's weird to be like, hey, I want you to do something. And then I'm like, I go, I'm doing that thing. And, and then someone goes, are you, you, are, you better ask to do that thing. You know, it was like a weird. Well, it's not, it's not the thing. It's the time because like, you know, I have things scheduled that you might not know about. And like, right. like, like, like I'm talking with Tyler about getting his podcast yeah. going and stuff. So, 
you know, my, I'm I, my thing is I don't want you to say, oh well, I'm just going to go ahead and do it at five o'clock on Wednesday. Meanwhile, I've already told Tyler five right. o'clock on Wednesday he's going to do his show. Right, I get it. I I, I get it. And, and that, that's and, the only reason. And why. that would have made more sense had I been awake more than forty five minutes. You know, and yeah. and again, and I and which is really true because I feel like at least for me, I'm still using morning voice. I haven't said anything to anybody yet. Like I don't talk to anybody in the mornings. I don't even look at my phone in the mornings, which can be problematic sometimes. I should probably take a glance or two and I'm just trying to you know I'm still waking up and so I wasn't really thinking all the way through and then I've been like why are people getting mad at me and now I have to deal with this fucking drama like I, and then I was getting annoyed and then I kept saying the wrong thing and I go well mm-hmm. I was talking to Bubba and Bubba's like you're just telling me you're not asking and I go what the fuck am I saying I feel like Lamex what's going on is my brain broken right but you know it's just one of those things where you're just trying to squirrel your way out of it but you're actually digging the well the the grave deeper so I am sorry about that. I I never mean to be rude. I was just like I'm getting heckled to do it, and then I did, I'm organizing it, and then I got in trouble for it. But I understand right. what you're saying. And had I been a little bit more alert and a little bit more aware of what was going on instead of just blurting shit out as I do, um, I think we could have avoided that. But <clears throat> I am sorry. I never mean to be disrespectful. That's totally not my style. You know that. That's just like that's my one pet peeve is being disrespectful. Yeah, I got anyone. a lot of pet peeves, and I, I mean, I don't think I I'm. It, but I also think that intention matters, and that's why, like, I, know? that's why I wasn't like I wasn't upset because, like, I, I, know, know. I know you didn't mean it disrespectfully. Yeah, I'm. But... I'm never bossing around my boss. I never think no, I no, can no. do whatever I want. Like, I'm very much aware. I'm. I feel like, and chat will test me on this, but I'm actually a very considerate person. For those that don't know, if if of I course. if people are doing things for me or going out of their way for me, like I let them know. I see you. I acknowledge mm-hmm. you. People want to be acknowledged and they want to be appreciated. And if you can fucking do that, you're going to slide right through life just fine. And that's the other thing, too, probably to your disadvantage is that I hold you to a little bit higher standard because I know how so you really good. are. Yes. Which is true. It's as it's, And I want to be held to a higher standard. So, because, that when you, so when you do things like that, I'm like, okay, she knows the right way and decides not to. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, like, I'm just saying I, I, I was just it was one of those things where I'm like, what is go- I'm trying to organize more shit to do and mm-hmm. I'm getting in trouble for it, you know, and then I go, fine, I won't talk. And then it's like, oh, you're not going to talk on the talk show, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I can't win. Is this how men feel? Like yes. that's how I felt. I was just getting trapped by my, I was getting jujitsued by my words. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if you don't walk, if you don't talk, you walk. And I was talking and yeah. I was going straight to jail. So it wasn't good. Yeah, not even Kevin could help you out there. Yeah, yeah. He went three ninety Bubba. There's just so much stuff. I have like so much shit I wrote down uh to discuss. I wanna kinda get into my situation with my friend, who is my friend, who's okay. always been my friend. Mm-hmm. Um he's He's Canadian. He's Indian, but he's Canadian. Does that make sense oh, for like people double, that that's understand? That's like double gross. <laughs> he's he's Punjabi, really but he was born in Toronto. His parent he's first generation. His parents were born in India. Hey, Purple Jersey, fuck <clears> off, <throat> because Bubba was in here right, re, uh, reading commercials. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, Bubba was here. He had to do some work, so it's not like I was just sitting here yeah. doing nothing. <clears throat> so relax, you're fine. It's okay. Hey, I'm not gonna. If someone's gonna ruin my day, it's not gonna be that guy. Let me tell you that. But Lummy was getting all upset about the Gary thing. I go listen. Oh, I know. If someone is going to ruin your day, let it be someone that matters. Let it be like Bubba. <laughs> exactly. Or you. But don't let it be Gary or a little fucking purple. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care about you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, I had dairy. So uh, my friend's situation, 
uh, met him in Detroit. Mm-hmm. We hit it off so fucking well. But and I don't know if this happens for people or if it's just for me. But sometimes I can hit it off so well with somebody, and there's no romantic vibe. But I like I crave their company. Like I, I want to keep them in my life, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of what happened with this guy. I don't think I kind of maybe it's because I'm a little broy with him. I I feel like there is a lot more, and I'm not trying to talk shit about other women, but like a lot of and men, but a lot of women don't really have a lot of depth to them, and I'll say a lot of men don't have a lot of depth mm-hmm. to them, and I feel like we're both like we have a lot of depth to us. Yeah, me and you, and also my friend as well. Yeah, yeah. So we connect on that level, and I've told him things that I don't think I've ever told anyone before. Mm-hmm. Confessions about, you know, he really helped me when I was dealing. I know I detailed that situation where I was living with another Indian dude. I'm all about the Indians, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and it was a horrible living situation. Lived with someone who didn't say a word to me for eight months. It was a mind <laughs> fuck. In the, during the middle of a polar vortex when I had no friends in Michigan. It was fucking weird. And this guy, his name's Rahul. Rahul came into my life, and it was just so great to have someone who was normal and smart Mm -hmm. and cool. He also made me feel good about myself, which was like, okay, this guy's really cool, and he's down to earth, and he's funny and shit, and he wants to hang out with me. I must not be a monster. Right. Because for a while, when you're living with someone who doesn't want to fucking talk to you, (laughs) you you're like, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot, but I I don't think I deserved the treatment that I got, but that's neither here nor there. And he also helped me out when I was going through, you know, breakup stuff where I was just a fucking wreck. Mm -hmm. And you really owe you, you find out who your close friends are when you are not fun to be around. Yep. You really find out who your real friends are when you are not fun to be around. Because I would tell my close friends when I would see them and every time I would see them, I was just crying or, you know, just being a Debbie Downer. And I would literally say, I'm not fun now. And they go, Mm -hmm. we know, Mm -hmm. but we know, we know that you will be again. Yeah. And you were before, and right. everything's going to be fine. And uh, they were right, and I was right. Yeah, and that's a real friend, though. Yes, they stuck, but they heard me out. And every time we'd hang out, it was. I'm not a wine or I'm not a drinker when I'm sad. Like be, being drunk when you're sad is mm. not a remedy for success no. in my world. No, no. So it was never like let's just crack open a bottle of wine. It's like no, I'm going to just start crying, and you just listen. Mm-hmm. That's how this works. Mm-hmm. So he really helped me through. A lot of that shit. I've helped him through some stuff as well. So I'm really excited to see him. I haven't seen him in like five years. But I realized that the situation would be odd. And if if either one of us were in a relationship, it would be absolutely inappropriate for him to spend the night at my house. No question. You know, especially not consulting the other partner, whatever the case may be. It would be insulting for you to even ask. Um, I think it's okay to talk about, but I, I don't know. I don't know, but here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. Um, I understand that that's probably weird from the from the outset, but I'm I'm sure each one of us kind of thought about a situation where we were friends with someone of the opposite sex, or even if you had a weird. Everybody has like these weird. You try to ex- have you ever had a relationship or, or uh, something with someone, and you try to explain it to somebody else, of and course. they're just like. What the fuck? But to you, it makes sense because you're like, no, but I get I've it. Lot, yeah, I've got a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. like I I was did some like weird, like for example, mm-hmm. probably this is the weirdest example, the most extreme example in my head, but like when I was traveling in Thailand, okay, I had a buddy come out from uh, UC Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. okay, 
And he and I had never hooked up before. Right. I was attracted to him. He was like, he, he had a great body and stuff, but his personality was, dis- it was horrific. Okay. But he was fun. He was kind of like a, he was kind of like Bubba in a, in a little sense where he was, his, his redeeming quality, his only redeeming quality was like his honesty with women. Okay. He told these bitches exactly where, hey, you got to go because I got somebody else coming. Right, like right. that sort of swagger. Okay. okay. Where you almost couldn't hate him because he's like, I don't want any relationship with you. Don't get upset with me. Yeah. He was like a really pretty good looking guy and just kind of had that sort of swagger. And when he and I traveled together, I mean, we, if I were to tell you some of the like weird shit that happened and you're like, wait, you did this and you weren't fucking and you weren't hooking up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. But like there was, you know, he would run around and do fucking tricks with his dick and like make me laugh and he did like the mangina, like right. that sort of shenanigans. You know, or like I would pee peeing and he'd barge through the door because nothing had locks in it. Mm-hmm. We were in fucking Thailand, Laos, Malaysia, wherever we were. And he would like try to fuck with me and I'd be peeing and he'd be like, scoot over. Like as if I was going to scoot over and he was going to like pee in the bowl too. Right, right. Just weird shit that was like really into, like you would, you would probably wouldn't even do that with a spouse. Okay. But just weird stuff where there sometimes weren't clothes on, but nobody cared and no one hooked up with it's anybody. Weird. Exactly. It's weird. Now, I, I try to tell people that, and it's like, it's not registering, but if you mm-hmm. lived it, mm-hmm. we've all had situations where we're like, yeah. Like, I, I was talking to a friend who, like, had a cuddle buddy in, in college, but she never fucked him. She's like, I-, I tormented this kid. Yeah, that's weird. Because we would, like, cuddle in the same bed, and no one was fucking anybody. And she would just be like, I was just lonely, and I would cuddle him, and then midway through the night, I would just leave. Yeah, that's I'm weird. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And she was like, he probably had a raging boner the whole time, and I just didn't care and just slept, you know, whatever. So when you explain those things to people that weren't in the situation, it's weird, but we can all have a think of a situation where we're like, that did not add up. Right. Now, I'm thinking what I have with Rahul is pretty normal, but maybe maybe I'm the weird one. Well, so here's my kind of take on it. If he was flying down here to see you and spend time with you... Yeah. That would be absolutely weird. But because he's coming down and doing other stuff and it's also going to see you. Yeah. That doesn't make it. uh, That makes it a lot better. I think so, too. But I don't think he would be like it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibilities that he would fly down just to see me. Like, we're very, very close. I mean, uh, I haven't uh, seen him in person in five years and we talk on the phone maybe once every other month. Like we've been pretty good about staying in contact okay. with each other. Um, just because he's been such like he is one of the few people in my life, and I can only say this for like two or three people okay. who has never let me down. Okay. Okay. Now, not that I'm expecting people to be perfect, because mm-hmm. people fuck up. I well, yeah. fuck up. Yeah, there's fuck ups, but that's not that's different than letting someone down. He never lets me down every time he said he was going to call every time he said he was going to do something every Mm -hmm. time he was going to check he's just a very thoughtful person yep and i have a because he set such a high standard i try to match that standard as well i don't want to let him down if he needs anything i'm like i'm fucking here whatever you need you want to talk it out i mean he's not as emotional as i am i'm more of an open book but i mean i've confessed things to him Mm -hmm. mostly thoughts Okay. I go, dude, if, is this terrible? I'll say this thought entered my mind. Okay. And I'll be like, I'll mention someone that I know in my life. Mm-hmm. And I go, is it, is it bad that if they died, 
I wouldn't care. That thought entered my mind. Mm-hmm. Not about him, obviously, but I'm telling him about friend A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling him about friend A. We're talking about friend A. Mm-hmm. And friend A might even be, like, well, we might even be kind of close. No, I have a question. When you tell him you wish your friend died or that you wouldn't care, do you say Blitz or Chris? I say Blitz. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. But I'll mention somebody and I'm like, <laughs> is that a normal thought to have where if this the friend A died whom I know and don't mind, mm-hmm. I like it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it would might disrupt my day, but it wouldn't like ruin my week. Right. Is that a normal thought to have? Um, and he'll say, like, I've had thoughts. Like, like he makes yeah. me feel normal. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it's pretty... Uh, because here's the thing. Like, I I get being friends with men because I get along really well with guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't... I'm not like a, a guy's girl where it's like, I, I'm only friends with guys. I know chicks That's like that. That's not cool. They're... They have daddy issues. But it's I'm weird, sure. though. So here's the thing is, most girls that are like that are like that usually because they love sports so much. Yeah, I hate sports. I know. Yeah. But him and I have a lot. We, we, I think that's what makes you, like, odd in a way because you are you have a lot of guy friends, yeah. but not you hate sports. Yeah. So it's not like I'm into male-oriented activities. Right, because you're not at no, all. No, no. But I think that a lot of, and again, not saying that women aren't, but a lot of guys are a bit more intellectual yeah you know does that i'm really not trying to talk shit about women i know but i think very like deeply about like ethical issues mm-hmm. or things like that um or about philosophy or science i mean this guy went to med school he knows a lot he's really smart um so we talk a lot about that sometimes i'll just call him about a medical question right and i could look it up online but i want to catch up with him sure. and i'm like what do you know about this mm-hmm. you know we can kind of go and it's a lot easier when you're talking to someone who knows something instead of trying to look up an individual oh, answer sure. he can at least point me in the right direction mm-hmm. and then i can go from there but i don't think it's it's weird i mean again if either one of us were in a relationship there'd probably have to be a different accommodation yeah. situation yeah. but we're not and he even said he's like are you dating anyone i don't want to step on any toes mm-hmm. like that's how considerate he is i go right. no it's it's listen you're just stay in my house you're good yeah yeah you're fine so i got some stuff planned he's super fucking chill which is nice he's mm-hmm. not like you know other people that have visited me and just <laughs> not so demand distant that you, demand that past. you entertain, entertain them at all times and i'm like hey we got a beach that's 20 minutes away and they go well i'd prefer to go to the one that's an hour and a half away i go Right. Well, sure. I guess I did fly all the way from blank, and yeah. I'm like, uh, oh, great, let's go. Oh, I just started my period, and I'm at the beach. This is wonderful. Is that Brian mm-hmm. Laundry? I think it's Fort Desoto. It is. Um, oh my god, that's where we went. I'm like, can we just go to the same he beach? I want to go to Fort Desoto, and it's it, when people do that, it, it's like they're they're trying to get under your skin. I'm or like, are, but you or are they just? You've been to neither. Why would it matter to you? Right. What, you know, because I'll say, oh, well, this one's farther away. But, uh, you know, and then suddenly they like attach themselves to something that you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. In the past, and they go, but I, but I actually want to go to that one. I'm like, well, that one's we have to pay for parking and it's right. an hour and a half away or it's not an hour. And a half, but, you know, I'll, I'll crank up the number to not drive the extra, you know, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, or we could just go here, which is also a beach that has sand and water. And oh. they go, well, I want to go to Fort DeSoto. I'm like, well, fuck you. All right. Get in the car. Let's go. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. But you would never like if you were staying at someone's place, you would never do that to them. 
Never. You, you Fuck would, no. No, you would never no, do that. I, let me tell you something, people that are listening. I'm the best fucking guest that ever was. Okay, well, I wouldn't go that far. I'm the best guest that ever was. I will make, if I'm like eating whatever, I'll try to like clean the dishes. I'll make the bed that I stayed in. I I don't want you to feel like having me is a hassle. Like that, sure. that is, that par- that makes me, me paranoid. Me too, me too. I never want to think that I am like encroaching on your life and making your, I never want to make your life harder than it is. Because yeah. why would you, I hate people like that. Me too. You know, or if, even if you make the attempt, you make the gesture to like start yeah. cleaning stuff, I might go, don't worry about it. I got it. Mm-hmm. And then if you stop, fine. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'll always start at least making moves to clean or help out right. or something. That's, I mean, that's the right thing I was to do. fucking raised right. That's why. Mm-hmm. Thanks, mom and dad. Appreciate you. So that's what's going on. But it but it is funny because like we can look at something from the outside and you go, well, that's weird that you're not fucking. You've been friends. And how can that even be possible? But then you think about yourself and you're like, well, my situation is different because mm-hmm. if we met here and we don't we're not attracted to each other, but we like the we're attracted to each other's brains. Right. You know, and so you kind of justify it in your head because you're like, well, they don't know us. So I guess everybody kind of has their own mm-hmm. their own shit. <clears throat> so that's going on uh, this weekend. I do want to give you guys a follow-up on uh, that guy that I ghosted. Oh, yeah. Because I responded to him. Yeah, you said you weren't going to. I know, but Bubba got in my head. Bubba did? Yeah, my inner Bubba. I was like, content, oh. content. Okay. So I was like, fuck. Let's see what this guy says. And what, so we I'll left read off, it to you. I well, we left off it. with... <clears throat> oh, yeah. So we screenshotted it. Or, uh, sorry, we left off with... Um, I think it was three independent messages from a, a gentleman I went on a date with mm-hmm. who was wearing slides. Yes. That was really the most egregious part of the date is, um, I mean, I, I tried to look attractive. You know, mm-hmm. I maybe put on makeup. I maybe had washed my hair within the last 24 hours. Your I, nails were done? Uh, they were. No. No, they were not. Not at that time. Oh. <clears throat> no. Um, My fingernail, they look like shit now, but yeah, it. I tried to look, you know, the 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 best I could without looking like I was trying too hard, sort of a thing. Yeah. And my leg, even my legs were shaved. And it's not that I was expecting him to touch them, but it's a feeling you get yeah. when you're like, I'm feeling sex. I want to feel like a woman, so mm-hmm. I shave. I do all the things. This fucking asshole shows up in slides, hmm. and I noticed that immediately because his feet were gross, and I saw they were exposed. Now, oh. what's bizarre is like if he was wearing flip flops. It would have been different. And yeah. you might ask, on it, why would it matter flip-flops versus slides? There's just something about slides. Just the fact that you don't even have to wedge your middle or your big and second toe. Like, even that extra amount of effort isn't even included in putting on slides. Mm-hmm. You literally just slide your foot in a fucking shoe and walk out the door. You do it if you're smoking a cig, if yeah. you're smoking some weed outside, if you're getting the mail, mm-hmm. if you're going to 7-Eleven. Put something in the trash can outside. Right. You yeah. don't go on a date and wear slides. And just the when I saw that, I was so appalled. And you look at me. I'm dressed like a, I don't know, like an athletic clown. I don't even know what it, you know mm-hmm. what it is? This is how I dress, and I've said this before. I dress like it's finals week every day of my life. Okay. Do you, I mean, I know you didn't, you, I, I no, mean, you I went know, to high school, mean, but no. in college, especially finals week is notorious for 
no makeup. I actually go to college quite often now. By yeah, the way. to pick up fucking UT chicks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, don't go during finals week because they will not be looking their best. Oh. But yeah, it's known for oversized sweatshirts, hair in a messy bun, glasses, no contacts, oversized pants, maybe of the yoga variety, maybe sweatshirt or uh, sweatpant material. You're not looking your best. You're not wearing makeup. You're not wearing, you're not wearing denim. Mm-hmm. You're not wearing the jeans. You're not wearing it. You're just wearing basketball shorts. That's when you're wearing slides. Okay? okay. I dress like that all the time, whatever. But when I'm going to meet a gentleman, I know men are visual creatures. I would never show up like this and demand that someone just like me for who I am. Cause that's not how planet earth works. Yeah. And actually, I actually live on this planet and I actually understand how it works. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I don't, I would never, you should just like me for how I, nope. I got to try. We all have to try. At yeah. least at the very beginning, we should be trying our very you're best. You're not wearing like pearls and a fucking like... a prom dress. No, I, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I'm dressed like I'm in, I'm going to be seen by public. Yeah. Correct. So when he showed up in slides, it was it, that gesture of like, I don't give a fuck. You're basically like, mm-hmm. I'm going outside to smoke a cigarette important. Then mm-hmm. I was immediate. I was just immediately turned off. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? But then as I got to speak to him, it, it became a little bit more apparent why he had made that decision. Okay. You know, not saying that you're a typical engineer, but engineers sometimes lie on a spectrum. Sometimes. They're really smart in some ways and really renaissance in others. Okay. Not every engineer, but many, many so I just think that he he, he kind of operated on that level where he just didn't realize it was a faux pas, you know? <laughs> like it just didn't Does that make it fun. Does that make it worse or better? God, that is a great question. Cuz I think cause, it makes it worse. Cuz he didn't purposefully do it, so that makes it better, but he's he's unaware. He's so unaware right. that, that going forward in the great future question. he's always going to be unaware. That's a great fucking question. I think it's worse. I would prefer I, an evil genius. Yes. I would prefer someone who was like, yeah, I know, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I would actually prefer that. Sure, I, I agree. But then when you realize, I saw that and I go, that's a faux pas, and he doesn't realize it's a faux pas. Yeah. Now we got a real problem. And going forward, what else will he never realize? I, what am I going to tell him? I didn't like you because of your shoes? How much of a fucking cunt does that make me sound? Right. But it matters because it's sending a message. You're saying, this is what I think of you and your time. Mm-hmm. You're worthy of slides, bitch. Right. I'm doing laundry. I'm I was like, like bending oh. down to tie some shoes for you. Right. I just, I was taking a nap and decided to get up and put on some slides and drive an hour and 15 minutes on a date. Mm-hmm. So... He, we left off with a, uh, I believe he said to me, are you ghosting me? And that, that was his third message yeah. that he sent to you and that you didn't reply to. Didn't reply. Where? Oh, here it is. So that was at 1030 AM right before, right when we started the show. I didn't respond till 1.33 PM last Friday. And I said, and I wasn't going to, but I go, Let's see what fucking happens. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he's going to respond right away. That was my feeling because he doesn't understand social shit. Right. So they respond in 30 seconds. Right, right. Because he's dumb. <laughs> but listen, it was it was satisfactory to, for me and I'll explain why. I go, quote, I just don't think it's going to be a good match. I'm sorry, but I really did appreciate you taking the time to come down my way. 30 seconds later. This is <laughs> this is great. All good. Was unsure myself, but open to meeting again. You could have let me know up front, though. 
So then I ghosted him twice, which was so satisfying. When you ghost someone and then they come back at you, are you ghosting me? And you go, yeah, it's not going to work. And then they try to flex and be like, yeah, I wasn't sure about you too. And I go, yeah. now I'm going to ghost you twice. I was going to be nice and give you a chance. Get the fuck out of my face. Don't ever. Let me tell you something about being rejected. And I feel like I've been rejected like more than most chicks, not because I'm grosser, which may be part of it, but I like put myself out there sometimes. Okay. I've taken some dumb chances and they've blown up in my face. All right. Sometimes the chance where I'm like, I can't even recognize (laughs) my, like the mental state that I would have had to be in to make that decision. Yeah. I don't even recognize that as something that is a a part of who I am or anything that I'm about. Yeah. I'll I'll look back at some of the things I've done or said. I'm like, like, who the the fuck was that? Why did I say that? (laughs) Yeah. How did I get to, because here's the thing, I know myself well enough and I haven't changed so much where I definitely had to go through some mental gymnastics mm-hmm. to like send a certain message. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how the fuck did I convince myself right. that this was a good idea? Mm-hmm. Most of the time when I get to that point, it's a Hail Mary. It's like, f- so they reject me. I'm already rejected. Right. Like that's usually what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, you send the, the what do you call it? The risky text, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. I made a risky call one time with a coworker. Did not end well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a while back. Yeah. Was it in Detroit? It was in Detroit. Yeah. It was a manager of mine. And we had made out a few times because, and in my book, we're dating now. Okay. <laughs> and he was not that attractive. He was barely... Barely taller than me. Oh, just, tall. He just had a swag. Okay. And I was just, he um, he was just a fucking hustler mm-hmm. <laughs> slash criminal. Um, Chaldean guy. Not, okay. not the guy that became my boyfriend, a different one. And he, I think his dad either died or left and his mom was left with like five kids. And so mm. he basically became the man of the house okay. and had to take care of business and like bought his mom a house. Like he was just impressive. That's what you need. Someone that has a bunch of kids. Yeah. No, he didn't have children. Well, maybe, he had siblings. Uh, well, but both. He was, yeah, he was basically daddy. So um, I think he's doing real estate now. Every time, every once in a while, I'll get a call from him. And I'm like, what? And it's just, but it's, he's trying to sell house. I'm like, I don't even live in the state. Right. Leave me alone. So um, we like made out a few times and he's the one that I got the misdemeanor with. Okay, in yeah. Detroit, where okay. he took me to that after-hours party. Yep. It was an abandoned building, folks. Mm. And we got locked in, like Jews in World War II. Oh. As the people that worked there escaped through the elevator, elevator, not escalator, elevator pass, um, or shaft, whatever. Okay. They locked us in there, and about 15... You're like, hold on, I know this one. We're in the attic. Just be quiet. Yeah, I was like, uh, this is... They will I leave. feel like Anne... Someone's like, shut up, Anne. I'm like, yeah. it's Anna. Oh, my God. There's a Gestapo <laughs> over here. Except it was the Detroit police force. Yeah. They came in, and guns like, blazing. Gaspacho! Where's the gazpacho? <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty much. Shut up, bitch. It's... <laughs> yeah, I got on, uh, got on the floor of an abandoned building... Um, oh. I got to see all the lovely characters again, though, in court, oh, nice. not too long after that. The Albanian mm. bodyguard that told us we couldn't bring gum into the party. I don't know why. That's and I remember weird. him saying, you're $20, you're $20. And he looks at me and goes, females are free. I'm like, females? Like, you can't. Like, can't even be a woman? I gotta right. be a, just it was fucking weird. Uh, but I got to see him again. It was just, it was nice. It was a nice little reunion special, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So I got a misdemeanor with him. Anyways, I liked him, or I thought I did. I just was attracted to his hustle and just yeah. he was just a go getter. So um, I th- uh, we were like hanging out and not hooking up, but like making out. I don't know. Right. Again, making out is like a big deal for me. So and right. it was back then too. So I I remember I was. I think I finished class or something at school and I was like, I wonder what's going on. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to find out. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Nope. (laughs) I don't think like that anymore. Uh, But because mixed signals are not mixed signals. They just don't like you. That's just what that is. If someone likes you, you'll know. Yeah. But uh, he was giving me mixed signals. So I'm like, just that mean and whatever. So I fucking called him. Okay. Now we work together so he could easily think this is a work call. Yeah. And um, I straight up fucking asked him. It's it was kind of a baller move. Like I don't even recognize. Like I would you I'm, say? I'm just like, can I ask you a question? Like just called him out. I was like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, what's going on? I'm like we're hanging out now. We're not hanging out. Da da da. And he's like, I don't want a relationship. He didn't say with you, but that's what he meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Guess when they what? say that, it means with you. <laughs> he was dating someone at work. Like oh, the next week. Oh, and they were public about their relationship, and I'm like. I'm going to go kill myself. Um, And she was a very nice girl. Macedonian, I remember. Mm. Had the craziest eyes. Like, they were, Mm. like, white. It was, they were, like, so blue that they were transparent. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's it's hard to explain. Like, Like albino type eyes? Kind of. Okay. And I remember just getting, like, they were hypnotic almost. Mm. Almost like a marble. Like, silver. It was fucking weird. Like, gorgeous. Whatever. So, um... Yeah, I called him out. He goes, "Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to." Like, okay, just wanted to know. And I think I cried after that, not because mm-hmm. I loved him so much, but I was so embarrassed. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, why did I do that? Why did I do that? I made it worse. Not to see him at work. So I was really dreading going back to work, but I think I worked there maybe three more months, then quit for other reasons. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the thing: is like I just owned that rejection. Yeah. Uh, you don't say, "Well, I didn't want." I didn't say any of that. I just go, "Okay." Thank you yeah. for letting me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's happened a few times. Okay, thank you for letting... You just accept it. You swallow it. You deal with it. You don't go, well, I was unsure, but I wanted to make sure... No, yeah, yeah. no. It's, you, just, you just fucking have to own it and just... Mm-hmm. And that's honestly the most respectable thing you can do. Yeah. Is just be like, okay, I got burned. Cool. For and, yourself. And for... Yeah. And I yeah. would have so much more respect for people if they're like, yeah, I got rejected. Versus if they try to justify it like, mm-hmm. well, I didn't. It's like, no, shut up, bitch. You fucking... Yeah. You had the, you know, they had the upper hand. You asked, you got rejected. It sucks. Yeah, and you happens. own it. Yeah. But just own all the shit you do. Right. Sort of thing. Yeah. So that was the situation. So you got the, with so you that. Got the double, go, double ghost this guy on text. I got a double ghost him, which is cool. You could have let me know. Bitch, you asked me on the first date. This was really fun. Do you want to do it again? And I'm like, yeah. Right. No, I don't. <laughs> I need to get home. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Yep. And he had such a great time because I just let him talk about himself. Mm-hmm. Now, that was my doing because mm-hmm. I was tired. I didn't want to talk. Right. But I can manipulate you to the point where you start talking a lot about yourself. And he got to the point where he even made a comment about it. He even said. He even realized it, but didn't I feel like I'm it. talking a lot about myself. I go, I just, I go, this is what I say every time. All I do is talk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to listen. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, fuck yeah, listening ear. And this guy doesn't get out much yeah. so he's just like 
problem with that is you also have to be cognizant, like look at body language cues. If am, yeah. Are my eyes dipping down because <laughs> yeah. I'm tired? Am I snoring? Am I snoring? <laughs> is my head on the table? Am I screaming? Am I screaming because I want you to stop talking? Like you have to you have to keep your eyes and ears open for mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And he was just, just you know, yeah, yeah, pummeling <clears throat> right through that, not not paying attention to the point where I go, listen, I didn't sleep well. I need to go home, and I also just would have more fun with my cats at this point. Please let me go. So that ended that, but you know, was it was it a good idea to ghost him? I don't know. I I thought it was a a clear sign. But some people want closure, and I could tell that I knew that he wanted me to give him a shitty answer, like we mentioned. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm like, I'll give it to you, but I'm going to be super nice about it, but you'll still turn me into a bitch. Mm -hmm. And he he did. He's like, you could have let me know up front. I'm like, not really. I didn't say that. But what do you you think I'm going to say? You're pressuring me. (laughs) You know, if I'm telling you don't text me for a week until I get back, um, please don't ever text me ever again. Yeah. I was thinking you'd get the picture, but clearly not. Clearly not. Um, there are a few more things. I do. I'm kind of glad that we didn't get into the Dave Portnoy thing because we can save it for this show. Yeah. Can Did I, you read about it? So I actually have a funny story. Yeah. Oh. Did you also? So have last a situation night. Dave's? Uh. Yeah. So last night I was getting ready for bed, and I so I have a I have a king size bed. And I put my laptop on it, turn my TV on, and I got my phone out. Well, if I was really, I didn't get home last night, like from the show, I didn't make it to my house until 7.30 or so. So I went to my parents' house for a while. Um, I was like, I'm tired. Like I have to go to bed. So got into bed and I was like, "Eh, you know what? Let me just check the news and stuff real quick. So I'm like, see what's going on. And I saw the Portnoy stuff and it's like, oh, it talked about his sex tape that came out a few months ago. I'm like, well, I've never seen that. So I went searching for that. He had a sex tape that came out? Yeah. So I went searching for that and found it. And then, like, I I spent two hours looking up Dave Portnoy stuff. Oh, shit. And did not go to sleep until late. Yeah. Well, that was exactly, that was a carbon copy of what happened to me, pretty much. I know. When you said that this morning, I started laughing. <clears throat> yeah. And that's why I put in three fucking links mm-hmm. on the prep today. I saw it this morning. <clears throat> Because it was just, uh, listen, I'm a big Portnoy fan. I'm very impressed by what he's done. He's created such an incredible brand, and mm-hmm. he just has a lot of swagger. He's got fuck you money, so yeah. he he has a lot of mic drop moments because he can just say whatever he wants. What is he going to get fired? Like no. Well, that's so that's how I got started <clears throat> on it. Was the, the it, I was looking up some investment stuff, and the there was an alert about how much their stock had dropped. Yeah, like twenty one percent. Yeah. So I was like, okay, why? Mm-hmm. Well, it was a story on why it dropped so much. So I started looking into it and then talked about his sex tape from before. <clears throat> it's here. Let me, for those that don't know what we're talking about, there was a report that came out. I believe it dropped yesterday. Um, a report from Business Insider features accusations of Barstool founder Dave Portnoy having disturbing sexual encounters with young women. Mm-hmm. Portnoy responded to the allegations in two videos he posted on Twitter. In the report by Julia Black, multiple women detailed meeting Portnoy for sex, but alleged that the encounters turned, quote, violent and humiliating. Yeah, that's kind of what he's known for. Let me see. Known for according to whom? Well, all the girls that have talked about it. Well, it sounds like this bitch was digging. And and according to the video that that I watched. Oh, really? Yeah, where she was wearing a dog collar and he's like yoking her up real hard. Oh, okay. I I need to see that video. And then she had to come out later on and say it was consensual. Oh, 
I didn't. I heard that he filmed it, but I didn't know that it was like it was out there. Yeah, it was leaked. I didn't know it was leaked. Um, this is, I guess, is a quote from one of the girls. From there, things escalated until, as Madison put it, that's her alias. I felt like I was just a human sex doll. Two days later, Madison texted a close friend, quote, it was so rough, I felt like I was being raped. He videotaped me and spit in my mouth and choked me so hard I couldn't breathe. She wrote in messages viewed by Insider, and it hurt, and I was literally screaming in pain. Um, There's another exchange that I want to read. She recalled crying and shouting, quote, too much, too much, and it hurts. Quote, it was so painful, Madison said. I kept trying to get away, and he was like, stop running away from me, stop running away from me. But Portnoy said, uh, but Portnoy, she said, just went harder. Madison's flight home wasn't until two days later, so she slept on Portnoy's couch both nights. They did not have sex again. Hmm. Now, all right, I heard that they filmed it. I didn't know that it was actually leaked. Not not this one. A different one. Okay, but a a different different one. one. Yeah. But here's the thing, like, if she's into it, then it's not assault, it's just what they do. Correct. It's his whatever kink, which, to be honest with you, isn't even that weird of a kink. It's not. Be in control or being rough or anything. No, it's not. Whatever. So, Portnoy came out, and it was funny because, like, you know, he came out with his emergency press conference release on on Instagram, and Mm -hmm. I, like, clicked it. It was, like, 12 minutes. Like, God damn it, I have to watch this 12-minute video. And I watched it. I I started to, and I was like, uh, never mind. Yeah, and so he just talks about how it's just a lie. He didn't even know who the first girl was, but then the couch detail gave it away, and and he says, listen, it's true. We did hook up. We did have sex, whatever. Mm -hmm. We realized we were just two different people. We didn't get along. Um, she stayed on my couch for a couple nights and nothing else happened and that was the end of it and then the second girl was messaging him and he actually has DMs from the second girl. Right. And he's sexting her and mm-hmm. she's sexting him back. He's mm-hmm. like, did you miss my dick? And she's like, haha, yeah, I can't, right. can't believe that. I actually hooked up with you. Like, she's marking out to him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, thank God I have those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's one of those things where it's like, in the moment, did they like it? And then they regretted it because oh, he, he rejected like. them. And then it's like, oh, you're going to reject me? Now I'm going to ruin your fucking life. Yeah. So I don't know. It's hard to tell. I think, but, I think I think that's a lot of it. Yeah. And then the stock plummets like 21%. Mm-hmm. So listen, Dave's been in hot water before. It is different, though, when you get into either a race thing or a sex thing. Like if, it's a, if he said something, and I know he made like some racist or sexist jokes and he got in trouble for that a while but you right. can kind of skirt your way out of things maybe you said especially if it happened 10 years ago and especially if you're dave portnoy and he's mm-hmm. employed black people and women and stuff but when it comes to things like sexual assault mm-hmm. that's hard to kind of spin out of you know and it's not just stuff he said it sounds like it's stuff he did but again yeah. if Maybe he, maybe he, here's the thing. He could have, you could have the exact same situation with two women where you're being rough and you're pulling the dog collar and all that shit. But if one's into it, it's It's fair game. It's the best thing ever. Best thing ever. Yeah. And then maybe both of them are into it, but then one regrets it. Right. From one 20 year old college student. Oh, shit. And he said that these were both last year. So he was like, he's like 43, I think. He's 43, yeah. So last year he was 42. Okay, so he's yeah. <laughs> he's doing he's, he's he, going to UT. But he makes it, yeah, he, I, we, we hung out there. Um, <laughs> like he makes it well known. Like he'll put it on his Instagram like, hey, here's how you slide into a celebrity's DM and like show people how to do it onto his DM. Yeah, and that's part of and, his charm is he like, he's, yeah. oh, go ahead. And, he, and he's like, hey, he's like, I like college chicks. Like that's who, I'm, that's who I want to bang. If you want to bang me, DM me. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, good for him. The woman he's dating now, have you seen her? No. Like, he's in a relationship now with a woman? Okay. It's pretty strong. It's pretty strong. Okay. She's, I mean, she's a doll. Okay. I would know. assume so. She's uh, maybe Hispanic or something. Dark hair, dark skin, dark okay. eyes. <clears throat> um, How long have they been together? A few months. Okay. But she's like appearing on some of the pizza videos. I- I'm oh, like, okay. do you have to throw up after you take that bite oh, of pizza? Oh, she's that skinny? She's pretty thin. Okay. Yeah. But it's to me, here's the thing about like guys like that. And he's brilliant. Like he's really fucking smart, mm-hmm. obviously, in terms of, you know, how he's done business. Sure. Just his his social uh eptness is it eptness? Adeptness? Adeptness, I think. Um he's not socially inept is what Right, I'm right, right. And then you come across like this chick who is just probably a, a nine, close to that. Okay. And I'm like, Yeah, I get it. You you fuck a lot. I could I could tell okay. by the dynamic there. Okay. But like what do you do when you're not fucking? I always I always wonder about that, especially when there's a big age difference. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, of course, he likes her because she's hot, and she likes him because he's rich yep. and famous and all that. But when you're not fucking, what are you, ta- what are you discussing? Right. What are you, what are you talking? I want to, that's what I want to. Because after the first few that's weeks. What I, that's why I want to be a, a fly on the wall. I don't care about the sex. I want to yep. know what happens when you're not having sex. It's, yeah, because, I mean, I hate to break it to people, but after the first few weeks, you're not having sex all the time. You know, you're that may you're last act- a few months. That's what I'm saying. But you're you're actually having to talk to somebody. Yeah, and even when you are having sex a lot, I mean, you're you're more not having sex. Of course, well, no, of course, right. So I'm I want to be on the fly on that wall. Like I want to hear about date night. Mm-hmm. Like when you're like, I like broccoli. She's like, Yeah, me too. I don't like broccoli. I like tomatoes. I like tomatoes. Do you want me to bring up a picture of her? Yeah, I want to see her. All right, stand by. Not this dumb bitch with a tattoo on her fucking neck or back. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that, too. So this is her. I'll bring it on. I I don't know if you can even show this. Probably not. Let me see. She must be tagged. Maybe not. Looks like pumpkins are fucking. No. Does it not? That's her there. Um, Let's see. Come on, lady. I've looked her up before because I'm like, who's like, as if Dave Portnoy is my boyfriend. I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch? Right. Oh, there she is. Um, that's not her. No, I didn't mean that one anyway. Oh. The one on the left. Oh, me? <laughs> no. Oh. oh. Hold on. Sorry. This is great radio. Let's see here. I don't, I, I hope she, I don't know where she, oh, here we go. There we go. Hopefully he tags her. Olivia. Silva, I don't, Silves. Okay. Yeah, so this is her. You know, she looks like Ew. she's down to earth. She just looks like a doll. She's okay. got doll-like proportions. I don't know if you can show any of this. You could probably show something like that. I can't, yeah, but I don't have it set up, though, to Oh, okay, push. okay. Well, she's a 90s baby. All right, so she was... Is that top see-through? I'm I not, hate like, those bottoms like that. That high? Or that too, yes. I hate I, that. I think that it makes... I think women do it because it makes the waist look smaller. Ugh. Like, if you guys were... Let me describe this. She's wearing a thong, and she pulled the sides up really Way high. Way up high. Like over her belly button high. Yeah, but it's like when the straps are really long like that and you pull them in, it, it makes gives the illusion of a smaller waist. And I think that's the point of that move right there. I get there. it. I just don't like it. I don't like those pants either that go way up high. Yeah, but then they cover your fucking gut. I I know why they do it. I just don't like it. So, I mean, she she's good. You know, she's strong. She's yeah. eating a hot dog with a shirt undone, fake titties out. Like She looks good. Are they fake? Yeah. <laughs> 
Is that a joke? Or are we, jo- are we joking or what? So, I mean, you know, here she is. She's going to the bank or some shit. Totally know. real. <laughs> she's going to the bank. She's going to the bank. She's going like, to try to kick some ass. She's, like- going, she's going to Fresh Market, okay? She's going to oh. Whole Foods. She's got some business to take care of, okay? She's on a yacht. She's in okay, a- click on that one. This one? Yeah. Yeah, she's in a bathtub with rose petals and probably coffee, and her hair is covering her nips. She, it's strong. It's yeah. strong shit. Not really my type, but I get it. I want to know. She's got a nice. She's got. She's just skinny. You know. I mean, that's great. She looks good in clothes, but I yeah, like. You know, a little skinny. bit more muscle, or you know. I yeah. I don't. I just meat is good. I don't know. And again, obviously, we're probably. She's got a Florida State shirt on there. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Love Florida State. <laughs> Your favorite. Yeah, but I think for me, like when it comes to even guys that are attractive as well, like I like someone who's put in work on their body. Yeah, and it's like obvious. Yeah. Like this bitch, like she obviously got her tits done. Like thank you for putting in, uh, you know, the work on the operating table. I suppose, but I just like tits when I done see and didn't eat. Right, right. But click, when- click on that blue bikini picture. I'm gonna see that. Um, this one. Yeah. Daddy like? No. Too high here. I, I, I don't. I don't it like. like a, I don't like any of it. Looks it, like she's trying to tie off her tits. Yes. Yeah, like she's she got, looks like she's gonna shoot a pair in her she's nipples. She's got two water balloons squished together. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. I'm not a fan. Of but any but of it. yeah, but but you could understand why other people would oh, find her attractive. Of course. Yeah. Of course. She's like stand, just kind of your standard yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. Instagram hot, skinny, yeah. big titted whore. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just strong. It's strong. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's. I wonder what I would like to know what she's going through. Like, can you like? I feel like everyone would be like uh, Olivia, or whatever your name is. Can you confirm? Does he put on the dog collar and do all this crazy shit? Right. She probably fucking loves it. I mean, she's dating oh, him. Could you imagine if he fucking like only does missionary, nothing rough, and like nothing to her at all? And then like the other chicks, he fucking like you did this down. to fucking right. Tiffany. You don't do shit to me. Like he does nothing to her at and all. all I, and I just have to ride you out because you're too fucking yeah, he lazy. Just, he just lays there. He just lies there doing fucking day trading, <laughs> and she just has to ride him the fuck he's out. On, he's on his phone replying to fucking DMs and shit and shit. Yeah. Can you believe this? They think that I'm a rapist, and she's like, "If only you did some work around here." <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. That's a great sketch. You can have that one, SNL. The rape sketch, Dave Portnoy style. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think that that would be, uh, I imagine that would be a little bit odd knowing about your partner's uh, possibly sordid sexual history. Oh. Which brings us right into yeah. another topic we wanted to discuss. I'm not answering this right now. I'm not going to answer this. I'm not in the mood for calls right now. I may be in it later, but not right now. Um the flight attendant, uh, Pedro, Pedro, the pool guy's wife, pool, pool boy. What do we call him? Pool Pedro guy. The pool guy. Pool guy's wife. Um, what's her name? Susie. What's her alias? Susie. Uh, Susie. I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. All right. Now, Sally. Sally. That's a good one. Sally called in today. Probably. I feel like the conversation was close to an hour. It was a long time. At least forty-five minutes. Um, and she detailed her past. I mean, she's still a flight attendant, but her past when she was single, I guess, a single girl, mm-hmm. flight attendant, she was fucking captains and co-pilots and yep. flight attendants. Here's the thing. And it was funny because my brain was like, how did you fuck a guy flight attendant? They're all gay. And then she's like, oh, it's fucking girls. And I'm like, oh, actually, that makes more sense. Yeah. Because every, I don't know about you, but every flight I've been on where there was a male uh, flight attendant, they were 100% gay. 
Like it. I mean, I. I it you was know. blatantly obvious that they wanted guys. Yeah, I mean, it, I, obviously it's not a hundred percent, but it's a vast majority. I, well, a hundred percent of the flights that I've been on, Personally, it's been sure. very bl- glare. Is it glaringly, blaringly, whatever? Yeah, it was obvious. Yeah, it was on fire. It was so obvious. Yeah. So. I was a little bit confused, but she was detailing all of these. Could you imagine what happens with all those flight attendants? What do you, oh, the gay guys? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, the AIDS. No, I'm kidding. It would be crazy. Because here's the thing. Yeah, but they love it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Men are more promiscuous than women on average. Yeah. Um, and when you have guys with guys, it's completely out of control. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no, no one, hey, the bro, women hey, are bro. the ones that are, are pumping the brakes. No one's pumping fucking brakes. They're it's, just pumping. It's, hey, bro, you want to fuck? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's go fuck. Yeah. And, and it, it show it's like such a beautiful, um, like graph or chart or whatever. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, you know, when we talk about sexual orientation and sexual identity that these gay men are still men. And even though they maybe they have a different target, they're mm-hmm. still men and they think like men. They're very visual and they're very oh, promiscuous. Yeah. yeah. So the graph is just perfect. It's like gay men at the top for more, like most partners, most promiscuous yeah, yeah, group yeah. of group of not saying everybody, but the group. No, no, we're just in general. Averages uh, way higher than you have monogamous couples and then you have lesbians. Yeah. And it's just so funny how that works. It's just it's so beautiful that even if you're a woman attracted to a woman or a man attracted to a man, you're still a man, you're still a woman, and this and this is where you're gonna go. Yeah. Even if the target's different. Mm-hmm. Still have a male brain. So uh yeah, gay guys are are known for being more pr- promiscuous because it just it doesn't matter. There's no stigma attached and and guys want to spread their seed, even if it's not yeah. gonna land in an egg. And that's not a bad thing. Like there's nothing no, wrong with nothing that. Nothing wrong like, that's with great. it. Who cares? It's it's just it's just interesting. Yeah. But Hearing this woman's stories, I mean, for me, it was jarring, so I can only oh imagine God. what it would be like for Pedro. Yeah. Now, I don't I don't know if I would want to know about my partner's sexual history to that detail. Right. I know that everybody I have been with, you know, I haven't taken any V cards in my life mm-hmm. ever. Um, so I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be with a virgin. I think that would be weird, but I, I also wouldn't want to be, here's the thing. Would I want to be, would it bother me if a guy was like a male whore or had a history of being a male whore? As long as he didn't, doesn't have a history of cheating. Cause some guys oddly, not oddly enough, but everybody kind of has their own moral code, right? Yeah. So I know guys who were very promiscuous had lots of sex with lots of different women, but when they were in a relationship, they were in a relationship. Okay. And they, you know, stuck to that standard. They never cheated on anybody, but okay. when they were single, they went buck wild, which That's is fine. That, yeah. No, yeah, no problem. Um, I think I would have a more of a problem as a guy if my female partner was promiscuous yes. than the other way around. Yes. Because I know that men can easily have unattached sex. That's mm-hmm. no problem. Mm-hmm. So they can have sex with a woman, and after they're done... And um, they're dick dumb. They don't care about your vagina. Like, there's yeah. a point after sex where you just have clarity and you're just, get away. Get away, mm-hmm. get away from me. And I don't need you here anymore. Right. They don't want to cuddle. They're like, you can leave now. And it yeah, was just yeah. essentially like a release. Mm-hmm. So when I think about all, if they've been with a lot of women, if I had, you know, a boyfriend who had a past like that, and I'm thinking he just fucked a lot of women and he had no emotional attachment to them, I think I would actually prefer that than a guy who is... Like constantly in a relationship, a serial dater. Yes, because then I'm like, oh, you just fall in love easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just are falling in love with me because that's your mo. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm special. It's just because you're needy. Yeah, just because I'm the next one. Right. Yeah. So I think I would rather have a guy who kind of was a whore 
you okay. know uh, i think i could deal with that know, easier but not know the details i don't want to know the details right. i don't think it's healthy for anybody everyone's no. allowed to have a past i don't want to know about it i don't want you to flex on it mm-hmm. i don't want you to be like oh well, back in my day when i was having threesomes i right. don't want to hear about that yeah. shit. i've been with millions of women yeah like my father <laughs> yikes um, I kind of want to get into what you, what you think about the matter, but I know we need to take a break. Yes. So we'll come back with that. Perfect. Um, and your thoughts on that after the break. Please, please play. Oh, there we go. drive and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines 
Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
We're back. We're back. Thank you for your patience. Appreciate you. And I hope you enjoyed that commercial if you're listening on the podcast. Oh, shit. Was there... What, what happened? Well, when, when I edit this for the podcast, I put commercials in oh, there. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you for holding with us through the commercial break. Appreciate you. Um, we left off with the flight attendant that called in today. And make sure that you catch either the replay on bar or, or you listen on Twitch. On, yeah, yeah, on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. That... You need to hear that because it was, it was like, do you remember um, Wolf of Wall Street? I do. It was kind of like that. Like she was the Jordan Belfort of whatever United Air, American Air, what, she didn't name the airline, yeah. but whatever it was. She, and it was funny because it was one of those things. I was also not only listening to what she was telling us, I was also listening to how she was telling yes. us. That's I an important, right? Oh, it's, yeah. You don't just listen to like, because here's the thing. This sounds a lot different, right? If you go... I had a, a threesome with this chick and the captain. It was just, it was crazy. Oh, Versus, no. oh, I was fucking this guy. Oh my god, it was so crazy. It was like so much fun. I mean, I've yeah. those were the good old days. I'm like, wait, what? Is your husband listening to this? He was he was having bony Excuse bony me. time. Listen, some people are into that. Now, if that was my partner and they were both, and not only that, but she was, Bubba asked her to be part of a one-off podcast, maybe two or three off podcast about her detailing her time uh, working for the airline uh, during her crazy days. The the husband. Oh, he was all about it. Listen, different strokes for different folks, I guess. And she was all about it and Bubba was all about it. So, you know, stay tuned for more material. But if if we're being intellectually honest with ourselves, and yeah, that's cool. But if it were us, how would we respond, react? I probably wouldn't respond well. I uh, think, and I know you well enough. But I'll yeah. let you say your piece. Uh, yeah, I if so if that was me and I was Pedro, and I let's assume that I didn't know beforehand. Okay, you know the details because which he clearly does. I would th- I would think he does. Yeah, I don't and think that makes the first it, like time. if yeah if you already know and you're like hey call up and tell then okay then yeah. fine and and look as long as no one gets hurt you could do whatever you want like sure. I don't care I wouldn't be able to deal with that yeah <laughs> I would feel um I don't want to know I understand that there's other people rolling around this planet yeah you as well that have had a similar interaction with people that we were really close to at one time. And you think about, here's the thing is like, you think about all the women you've been with, but you don't really think about all the people your woman, your women have been with, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have an experience, shared experience with somebody and you go, wow, that was crazy. And then you think, yeah, she also had that with like 50 other dudes. Like (laughs) that would fuck me up. I think. Yeah. You know, I know that men find uh, physical, I mean, I'm saying infidelity, but you understand what I'm saying. You know, physical actions, more distressing. Women find emotional actions more distressing. So that's why, you know, I'm thinking I would be more upset by a guy who just chronically falls in love because I'm mm-hmm. like, this guy just fucking, he just falls in love with everybody. I'm not special. Right. Um, whereas men, I think, find physical, sexual infidelity more distressing. So they just, I don't want, ah, la, 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 I don't want to hear about all the guys you fucked. That would be bad. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I have a rule. I mean, there's some things I'm I'm a talker, right? I, mm-hmm. Listen, I like to gossip. I like to talk shit. But when it comes to certain things about people I've been with, 
it's a locked box. Yep. No matter how the breakup went out down or whatever happened, I would just it to me it's almost like man code with myself. Like you just don't disclose certain details and I'm talking even with my best friends. Yeah, yeah, like, ever. I t- cuz you know who make who that make it makes me look bad. Yes. It makes me look like a hoe. It makes me yep. look like I can't shut my mouth. It makes me, you know, and I think I even told you about a time where when I went you know, I was partying with my friend and maybe there was drugs there. Maybe there wasn't. Mm-hmm. There were. Mm-hmm. And some 24 year old chick is like making out with this dude next to me. He goes to the bathroom. She turns to me and she goes, oh, yeah. Uh, what did she say? She said something about my boy. She's like, that's not my boyfriend. I'm like, OK, I didn't ask, or, you know, sort of thing. But I was nice about mm-hmm. it. And then she goes, yeah, I'm like, he's cute, though. And she goes, yeah, but he's got a little dick. <sighs> I'm like, I don't even know that guy's name, and I know he has a small dick. I'm right. like, that's the worst thing that you could say yep. about a guy's reputation. Yep. Say he's a dick. Say he's an asshole. Say he's a cheater. Say he's yep. a liar. But if you say he's a little dick, it takes it, all of the, you know, the come out of his sails. Because he can't fix that. Can't fix that. And also, it makes him look like he's not in control, mm-hmm. right? If he's an asshole, if he's a dick, then he's, you know... He's making those choices. He's still in control, even if and, it's not desirable. But if he has a small dick, it's like there's nothing he can do. But to me, it's like that that kind of shit, like whatever, that, that kind of shit pisses me off. Because again, that's disrespectful. So disrespectful. And to tell strangers that you don't even know at a party. Right. To, I'm like, dude, that doesn't make you look good. That makes you look like a shallow hoe. Ho. Yeah, although. Just like a fucking whore. But it also makes him look bad because I'm like, okay, well, Right, but. Would you rather have somebody talk shit about you to random people or their friends? Because well, chances are, if obviously, do, random people, right? But if you're Chan- saying random people, you're, you're probably it, saying to your that, friends. And that was what I was going to say. So yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But obviously, randos. But I mean, the closer they are to your inner circle, the worse. Yeah. But that's more likely to happen because you think that those are the people you can trust. But right. those are the people that it, it's more likely to get back to him if he she tells somebody that exactly. he knows. Than exactly. me and my friend, exactly, who were a decade a decade older. I was like, "How old are you?" She's like, "I'm 24." I go, "Okay, yeah, it's time for us to go, friend." My friend was still <laughs> still going. I'm like, "I need to. It's time." And I had, I'll be honest, I did coke that night, and I wanted okay. to go to bed. I was ready to go to fucking oh, sleep. Okay, let's please. I'm tired. I am old, and I am tired. Please, God. All right, we'll take a call. Who's this? Hello. Funny you should be having this conversation. That's who it is. Ah, Pedro the pool guy. Oh! oh what's up, Pedro? <laughs> I did not want to guess because I was about to say some guesses that were going to out people yeah, badly. So, hold on. <laughs> we, got, we have the same name on our brain, by uh-huh. the way. I almost said something, I, I, and I'm so glad did, I fucking did so it. So did I. I'm glad I shut so my mouth. Did you know I. why? Because I'm fucking learning and I'm growing. Yep. And I'm not making the same mistakes I usually do. Because I would have outed someone so fucking bad. Because <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a coke reference, and I almost fucking said it. Yep. Is this? <laughs> and they would have been like, "No, why?" And I'm like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> I'm but I. The same oh thing. God, I'm so. You know what? I'm so proud of myself right now. Oh, uh, me Because I, you, when you said, "Guess who this is?" I almost took the bait. So did I. I almost said it. Glad I didn't. I'm gonna just shut the fuck up to see what would happen. Oh, sorry. No, thank, you. thank you. No, thank you. Go ahead, Pedro. <laughs> so I'm so glad you're on the phone. I'm so sorry oh, I, I fuck, made you wait for an hour and a half. Hilarious. I know. No, it, it really was, was fun. I had to pick up a check and shit. So, so listen. Um, the thing with with my wife and I, my we wife. both have a past. I mean, I'm not sure who had more people because 
when I was in college, I mean, it was a free for all. Okay. So, and I was in a, I was at a, at FAU at the time in college. I went yeah. there off and on for like seven years to get my degree. Um, but a lot of my friends had money. So what do you do when your friends have money? You get party. Coke. Yeah. Oh. I didn't actually, I didn't do any Coke. Oh, sorry. Um, I've never done Coke. I've done a lot oh. of acid, some X and a lot of weed. But you never um, ran into Coke. <laughs> That's what no, you... oh, are you kidding me? It was in front of me on a uh, on a McDonald's. So uh, let me ask track. you this: Why did why do you draw the line there? Where you're like, I'm not a cokehead, but I'll do it acid. This wasn't my deal. Was How do you know like, you never no. did it? Because it's gross. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. asking. But like you did acid. Like shit in my nose. I never talked pop pills because I saw what happened to people, and I just nope, not. Oh, look, pills. buddy, you did ecstasy. calm down. You did don't ecstasy. Be, yeah, don't be fucking. Ecstasy hurt, is don't in be hating pill on form. pills, buddy. Ecstasy is in pill form. I'm not hating on pills. It's just not my deal. Actually, I'm afraid of them because they're so easy. You just throw them in your mouth and. What about ecstasy? That's a pill. Yeah, that's like a tablet. Yeah, I only did that five times though. Okay, you so, still did it. Whatever. Go yeah. ahead. Doesn't matter. Logic, so, it doesn't matter. It's up for grabs. Go ahead. No, I don't give a shit. So yeah. listen, so the, here's the deal with, with my wife and I. My wife. Um, you know, we both realized we had a past. And when we first got together, that was a conversation we had. It's like, listen, I don't want to hear all about it. I understand. Sounds like you did. We've been together. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're in our 40s. Yeah. And I have two, we have custody of my two kids. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Do you guys and, have kids? Do you guys have kids together? Yeah, we okay. have my two, and then we had one together. Okay, okay. So, so when we got together, she was 40, never kids, never married, and was like, well, if I'm going to help you raise yours, you better give me one, and here you go. Mm-hmm. So, but we've already done the party scene, and, and you know, we've been, we've been crazy. So now that when we met, it was like, okay, well, you know, let's see what happens, and it turned out that, you know, we're a great match. How'd you guys, and, how'd you guys meet? Uh, so we were living in Lauderdale. I had a pool company there right? and, uh, three days a week, my route ended right near this restaurant. So I'd have lunch there, mm-hmm. got to know the bartender really well. And she's like, Hey, you know, there's so-and-so that works here. I think you guys would be a lot of fun. I'm like, okay. So she introduced us. And after like a month of us talking at the restaurant off and on, uh, cause she worked, my wife worked there as a, uh, as a server on her days when she wasn't flying. Yeah, serving up that pussy. Oh, no, nah, no. <laughs> no, she was actually a servant. She wasn't very good. Okay. So, um, like a month, month and a half later, I was like, listen, you know, give me a shot. She's like, well, you have two kids. I'm like, yeah, you know, give me a shot. So we went on a date, and we've been together now for four years. Nice. Great. So, so you know, I mean, it's it's. But how do you deal with the past? I get like you like the I chick. I don't give a shit. Listen, it's did you, before me. Were, were there any stories she told today that you did not know? No. Okay, so you guys, you knew everything then. And for everyone who is questioning if she's full of shit, I'm telling you, I've met a lot of these people. In fact, I've met. Yeah, a you fucked them too. Them. We know. No, I actually I haven't had a chance to fuck them. Oh. Mm-hmm. A couple of the chicks are really fucking hot too. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's it's all true. It's all happened. I've talked to the pilots that we know and you know the other flight attendants and all that i'm telling you it, it was debauchery Beep. absolute fucking debauchery and was it debauchery up until the point that you guys were together no uh, no she was actually with a guy for uh, another pilot who was married she was with the guy for a very long time wait and what? She, he was married and she and she was the side chick she wasn't yeah and she was a side piece it's like well, it having, right, uh, everyone has like a, a work Boyfriend or work husband? Well, that's exactly what it was for a very long time. Yeah, but they were fucking, though. That's the difference. And he was married. Oh, yeah. But 
Okay. She finally was like, well, I'm done with this. And that was like a year before we met. Okay. And, uh, you know, that's so, but then that was a question of mine is, Hey, you know, are you still going to fuck around while you're flying? She's like, no, I've got you and I'm very happy and we have a family. And, uh, okay. You know, so how often do you guys have but, sex? What's that? How often do you guys have sex right now? Pretty often. Actually, uh, we did after the phone call and I just got my check, you know, my work, my paycheck. So when I get home, we're going to go fuck around again before the kids get home. Okay. Well, good. So, yeah, I mean, um, you just have to have trust. I've already, so my ex-wife was a piece of crap. That's why we had the kids. Was she um, like a, a, dr- a drug user or something? I didn't respect her. That's the difference. You said she was like a drug user or I'm something, I'm sorry, right? did you say you, you fucked around on her all the time? Is that what you said? I did. Okay. because yeah, I didn't respect her. Okay. And yeah, she was a, a, a major drug user. She's been in and out of jail now okay. for the last five years. And what, Has she, she always been faithful, your wife? I mean, before you, did she say that she cheated on anyone or no? Well, she was a side piece for a number of people. So. Well, I mean, but that's not her social contract. That was someone else's. Not great, but, you know, she wasn't the one that was cheating. Has she ever cheated, as far as you know? Yeah. She has? Yeah. Okay. But it's not, it's not our M.O., though. I mean... She wasn't happy with who she was with. It was just like, okay, well, I'm with this person. So how do you now. how do you know she's happy now? Like, what do you guys do? You guys have check ins. I feel like when I'm the next relationship I'm in, I want to have like, you know, uh, by by annual uh, check in. Like, hey, are you happy? Is everything going well? With you know, just to make no, sure. Actually, here's a here, it's a funny c word. It's called communication. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know? but okay, but people also but here's like lie here's and. Here's the difference. It's not just. Bullshit, you know, communication. You talk about when you're mad at each other. You talk about, um, hey, you ask the question, hey, what could I do better? Well, you know, um, is there something I could do or say or, or you know, like right now a, a big hot point is we haven't had many uh, date nights because we've, haven't, we've only been here, on, you know, on the West Coast now for a year, and we're finally kind of getting established. We found someone now that can watch the kids. So, you know. We're finally getting out to having a couple date nights here and there. Okay. But that's been a real big hot button. Have you ever her. cheated on her since you've been together? No, absolutely not. And she and I won't. And to won't. your knowledge, she hasn't done the same. No, she and she won't either. We're both okay. We're both happy with the relationship we have. Here's the thing, let me ask you this. Do you think people only cheat when they're unhappy? Yes and no. Okay. Well then that <laughs> That's not an answer. Well that and kind well, of defunks your previous point to say we're not gonna cheat because we're unhappy. Well, you know, or because people cheat for different reasons. Unhappy. It's not because they're unhappy or the person they're with is a piece of shit. Sometimes it's about them, that's you know, true. so it, that's, that's why I ask, because it doesn't. That's why even if the person is happy, you could make you could have a fantastic relationship and be great and have great communication, have great times. But when they're when you're not around, they're fucking around on you because they have because they're a piece of shit that well, I mean, but beyond go, them a being a piece of shit. shit, I think that there's issues with. You know, um, maybe they're they're happy, but they want more excitement or mm-hmm. they just feel like they're not they're polyamorous and they feel like they're limited in their monogamous space. I don't know. But well, not everyone that cheats does it because the they're conversation you'd have. Well, I'm saying, I mean, you know, they're they feel like they can never be faithful, but they're trying to live in a, right. in a society that is. So that's well, the thing. What would you do, Pedro, if you found out she'd been cheating or is cheating? Uh, that'd be a really big problem. Okay. Okay. Because of dishonesty, right? I mean, have you ever Absolutely. thought about like Absolutely. swinging or anything Absolutely. like that? It sounds like you guys like variety. 
Well, not variety. I mean, we've had variety now. Okay, so it's kind of just something that's buried in the past. Yeah. Have you talked about swinging or anything like that? We've talked about it, but then it's the issue of, okay, well, if we do that, you know, now it's opening the door to other emotions for somebody else, possibly. Hmm. Mm. Because it's always, someone might want more. Right. Um, I had that happen in college. I was dating a chick, and we decided we were, you know, we were doing pretty well, and and I was like, hey, you know, your girlfriend over there is pretty hot. She's like, yeah, I know. You know, we've messed around. I'm like, okay. So we all got got a little liquor in us one night, and and uh, one thing led to another, and we ended up in a bed together. We all had a great night. Well, the girl that I was with was like, okay, well, that's one and done. But the her friend was like, well, you know, I like how you lay it down. You want to do it again without her. And that turned into her wanting more, and so you did. So you, so you, yeah, but that, that's on you, though. No, it was actually it. It wasn't on me necessarily. It was on all of us. I mean, I turned her down, but she kept saying, "You know, hey." So you never had I sex really with her behind your girlfriend's more. back, huh? You never had sex with her behind your girlfriend's back. Uh, after we ended, yes, and then that's after that, when that happened, it was all over. Everything ended. So. Okay. You know, it's just, and then before I met my wife, I was seeing, well, actually when I was actually, yeah, when I was with my ex-wife, I had a girlfriend on the side. And when my divorce was final, I looked at her and I said, listen, to my side piece, I was like, listen, you know, I can't be with you. I'm going to cheat on you. And she couldn't wrap her head around that. I'm like, well, you're my side piece. What do you expect? Yeah. That's how the kind of the, the origin story of your relationship was infidelity. So Mm -hmm. kind of just goes with that. Exactly, and that's why I was like, okay, well, you got to go. And she was all pissed off. She said, Wait, so we be together. Yeah, no. but at least you're honest yeah. about it, though. You weren't oh, like, you didn't yeah, leave her on. Yeah, I can respect that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of having a side piece if she's now your main squeeze when she was your side piece? I mean, Well, because a lot of them think that they're going to turn into your main piece. Nah, not happening. That's stupid. Yeah, sometimes they just turn into a slave. All right, thank you for calling in. <laughs> Bob Army Grant. Have a good one. Take Thanks, care, Pedro. Guys. Um, That's a lot to unpack. Yeah, fuck. Also, uh, uh, real, real quick for anyone wanting the Howard Stern video, it just got cleared and put online. So ooh. after the show's over, if you guys want to go watch that, is that which one is that? That's when Howard called in to the show. Oh, okay, okay. I was wondering we, if we tried to post it a few days ago and they copyright claimed it. I wanted to listen to the the piece where he was talking about us for like an hour. Where can I find that? I I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was a lot to unpack from Pedro. I don't think I could do the mental gymnastics needed to. Oh, yeah. Um, to get through that, I understand everybody has a past, mm-hmm. but that's kind of why you have a resume, right? Yeah. Same thing. Yep. It's kind of a predictor of the future. Absolutely. Let me look at when because when you apply for a job, they go, "Let me see your resume. Let me see your CV. Let me see what you've been up to." Oh, why do you have a turnover rate of uh, every four months? You have a different job. That's mm-hmm. weird. Why does that happen? Let me call up this recommendation. Oh, they're like, uh, yeah, this person worked here, but they have nothing nice to say about you. That's right. kind of bizarre. You know, and you kind of put it together and you go, well, maybe this person isn't a good fit based on their previous employment. That's kind of how I feel. Now, that's not to say that people can't change. Of course. But your past is your best predictor for the future. Absolutely. I'm not wrong about this, people. I'm not nope. wrong. Now, again, you can change, but it's more likely that you won't. And also... Even though I like to think and everybody likes to think that they're special, mm-hmm. I know that I'm not. 
Okay. I know that I'm not special. And I don't think, and even if I am special and I think I'm special, I know I'm probably not special to you. Not you, but In general, you, you as, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's never, if I'm with a guy who is a chronic playboy or cheater, mm-hmm. I would never think that I'm going to be the one to turn him, ever. Yeah, that's unless not a, that's he's not a good tell, thing. unless he's like, listen, I I'm done with that or whatever. We have a conversation about that part of his life just being over. I'll never be try to turn someone whose mo is being a playboy mm-hmm. into you know Mister not husband but right. equivalent of that. Yeah. That's not married because I don't believe in marriage. But Mister Common Law, <laughs> yeah, just someone who's co- like Mister Committed. Yeah. Right. I would never try to turn anyone because I I think I would be unsuccessful because that's just who they are as a person. And I don't have the uh, the hubris to think that I could pull that off, that I'm special enough, because at that point, it's not even about me. It's mm-hmm. about them mm-hmm. and what they like to do. So, you know, which is it actually takes a lot of the pressure off of you, because then if it doesn't work out, you go, well, that's just who the fuck they are. Yeah. What did I think was going to happen? And that's kind of a lesson that. I've had to learn through a few different situations where things didn't work out and I blamed myself for it or I thought I wasn't enough and come to find out I was fine. It was that they had some shit they had to deal with, you know, so that can be actually really liberating to either a believe that or or b learn that that it, you know, it wasn't in fact you you did everything that you could. And that's really how I feel about all of my relationships. You know, I. I left it all on the table. Yep. I feel like at least with my, I it wasn't yeah. like I. I really went in like head first, mm-hmm. and I gave it everything I could, and that actually makes me feel so much better because I never once in any of the breakups or you know pseudo breakups that I've had did I think to myself I sh- I wish I would have done. Right. I did all the things I I thought yeah. I should do and wish and to this day like however many years later. Yeah. There was I had I had one relationship that I that I would look back on and say. I didn't try, but it was also one where, like, going in, I was like, I'm not going, like, this is... Well, you you didn't want to try then, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So the intention was that you weren't going to try, it wasn't going to be long-term, or whatever right. the case Correct. may be. Correct. So it wasn't, like, the case where you wanted to go all in, and somehow you, like, self-sabotaged and tried yeah, to no. play cool, no. or... Yeah. Me neither. I fucking went all in, it didn't mm-hmm. work out, it blows up in your face, mm-hmm. and you just go, okay... How do you do? How do you do that again? I, I heard a girl talking about online about um, how do you open yourself back up again? Right. And my uh, relationship and life guru Matthew Hussey, if you don't know who he is, especially for the ladies, but for everybody, but especially for the ladies, he is fucking gold standard. I mean, I've gotten so many like nuggets of information that have helped me throughout my life from hmm. him. But you know, you go back into the dating game um, after you've been hurt. Uh, and you open yourself back up and you make yourself vulnerable vulnerable again, not because you think you're not going to get hurt again, because that's certainly a possibility, but now you have the confidence to know you'll be okay if you do get your heart broken or you do get fucked over. You're like, I, I went through it before. It sucked, but I'm okay. Yeah. I'm still breathing. I'm still walking. I'm sure. still t- it's cool. So now it gives you the confidence to go in head first again without like all the walls up. And I do have some walls up, but you get to know me and they come down pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know that I'll just, I'll get through it, whatever the fuck happens. Mm -hmm. And I would much rather go all in and it not work out than kind of 
stick a toe in and mm-hmm. then not, you know, and then it's like you weren't really that committed. It's like, no, you just, ju- if I'm 100% certain about you, I'm jumping all in, we're doing this thing. And if it doesn't work out, I know that I will yep. be fine. I'll be okay. Of course. It'll suck, but I'll muster through it. We'll be okay. Giving you some, uh, some a pep talk for the weekend. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Trickney. Trickney, what's up? Hey, um, so just to touch on what you were saying about like not wanting to know your partner's past and all that, I feel like like as we get older, everybody has a past. Yeah. And you know, you don't want to know the nitty gritty, but at the same time, there's questions. You know, like especially if kids are involved. And, well, of course. Thing, yeah. You know, it's so not it's like, be, like that's not like did you have a threesome know, on a but, plane. <laughs> That's like you have a child, and I have yeah. to know who the mother is or it's whatever. Like, gee, you have a kid. How did that happen? Yeah, right. Well, I don't want to tell you about my past. Right, right, right. Because like, if there's kids involved, you want to, okay. So why did that relationship end? How crazy is the mom? You know, or what dad? Whatever. Yeah, but that's but that's different than like you know, hey, you sucked a guy off at thirty thousand feet. Yeah. Oh, a thousand. A thousand percent. Not, yeah. I'm not judging by any means. Right. I'm just saying, you know, I think but that you are. Knowing- we all are. Can we just uh, give up the jig? It's, I say that all the time and I don't mean it. Girl. Not judgmental, but really we're like, that fucking slut. <laughs> I mean, God, that's your... On, yeah, it's okay. But listen, it's it's, sure. a, it's the polite thing to say. You go, listen, I'm not judging. But for me, <laughs> I would be a fucking disgusting whore and totally I wouldn't be able to go am. to sleep at night. But that's yeah, okay. Exactly. I Listen, I can read through the lines. You're being polite. Go ahead. I'm trying. Um, no, I mean, that's basically it. I mean, there's, you know, you have to learn each other's path, but yeah. only to a certain extent. And, yeah. you know, I think it's one thing if the guy is guy or girl like throwing it in your face yeah not the move. but if you're Mm-mm. the one asking the questions yeah then you know i don't know that's a great point there. though don't ask shit you don't want to know the answer to correct exactly you know you yeah. can say oh this was your girlfriend i've done that before oh that was your girl okay that's your girlfriend i don't need to know the one, how she liked it i don't yeah. need to know if she wanted it from the front back sideways i don't need to know that shit and guess what i'm not going to ask that shit Number one, it's exactly. none of my business, and number two, I don't want to know the answer. Let me tell you, right. she would do it from the ceiling, and she would hold on to that pole right there. Your fat ass can't get up there. <laughs> but no pressure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So you just kind of got to live in the present moment, which I'm learning. That is something I struggle with immensely. I'm constantly either worried about something that may or may not happen in the future mm-hmm. or something that I could have done differently in the past. But if you can try to just live in I'm that moment and be like, listen, you're probably going to fuck other people after me and you've definitely fucked people before me. But right now we're fucking and that's all I'm going to focus on. Yeah. Amen. Preach. Sister. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking from the pulpit today. <laughs> all right. Love you. Take right. care. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Bye, guys. Bye. We do the closing remarks um, about judgment. And I felt like this happened pretty heavy on Tuesday evening on Kevin's law. Okay. Where I don't think rock said this or Kevin said this, but you know, they go no judgment, but, and, and then, then they judge and then they judge. And it's something that we all do. And they go, listen, I'm not judgmental, but, and then you detail uh, something judgmental. Mm-hmm. I have no problem. And so many, not so many times, probably once or twice on Tuesday, I wanted to say to rock, especially don't judge me, <laughs> but, I go, Anna, no one is more judgmental than you. Yes. So in that case, I would say judge away and I don't care. I think that is actually a better retort mm-hmm. 
then don't judge me because you can't help what other people do. Of course, they're going to judge you no matter what. Absolutely. And you shouldn't be telling, you shouldn't be the thought police. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't think these thoughts about me. Hey, fuck off. It's my brain. You I will think what that, I want. Yeah, you can tell them that you think that their thoughts are wrong, but they're still going to have those thoughts. Yeah. I say judge away, yeah. friends. Yeah. Judge away. That's fine. But what you can do is you can control how you react to that. Mm-hmm. And you say, judge me all you want. I don't give a fuck what you think, which is, you know, again, I care what you think in the sense that, like, I care about you, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, rock thinking that I'm a drug addict is not going to prevent me from doing drugs. Right, because you're a drug addict. Because I'm a drug addict. Of course. And I will do drugs if and when and where I want to. Mm-hmm. You know? that's And if anyone's going to stop me from doing drugs, it's going to be me or my dealer, okay? Yeah. It's not going to be rock. It's not going to be someone telling me that I'm a drug addict. It's not going to be someone who's like, ew, you've done acid before. Oh, I also <laughs> forgot to add that one in there. Oh, okay. I told him I I don't think I mentioned that. I had I had done acid and I in shrooms. I forgot about those oh, too. Oh, no. Oh, by the well, way, I've done those as well. Coming up on Tuesday, we'll be able to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, great. Wonderful. But um, but yeah, I, 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 I hate that I even had that thought to say, don't judge me. Because mm-hmm. it's just such a reflex. Hey, don't dig, dig, feel judgment on me. It's. And I don't like it. It doesn't. It feels gross when you can feel when someone is dressing you down with their thoughts. Going, what a piece of shit! Yeah. It's an icky feeling mm-hmm. for sure. And I felt it. And I, I was looking at their faces delayed, and it was unpleasant. <laughs> Rock was just like he was confused. <laughs> he was because they were. For those that didn't listen to Kevin's Law, they were, they asked me about my my drug use, which sounds ridiculous when I say like I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think that. Rock especially. Kevin has lived a little bit more than Rock, you know. He's yeah. seen more things. He's older, whatever. Um, but I remember when I was a bit younger, I thought that you either didn't do drugs or you were an addict. I yeah, did not oh, yeah. think there was any middle ground. Oh, yeah. You were either clean or living on the streets. That is what I thought. Yeah. And then I met a group of people that opened my eyes. And it's not like they were the exception to the rule. They were the rule. Other people are the exceptions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very rare. You talk to anybody on the street. Have you done smoked weed? Have you done this? Do you have a job? Are you a parent? Are you whatever? And right. they're like, yeah, it was a crazy time, and every once in a while, I still do it, but I'm still a mom or a dad or whatever. So the 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 exception is the people that either fall in the camp of never did drugs ever, or now I'm addicted and on the street. Most people can do it once in a while and not you know fall victim to it, and mm-hmm. it ruins their lives. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, I've done it less and less and less and less and less. But every once in a while, it's sometimes right. it's sometimes fun. Um, what's odd to me, though, especially when it comes to drug use, is that there's a moral component associated with it. Oh, yeah. So, like, Rock was using language like right and wrong, mm-hmm. where I would use language like good idea, bad, bad idea. Right. Right? So if I say, oh, you're a drug addict, that's probably not a good idea to do heroin. Like, I would say... I would never say it's wrong to do heroin. I would say it's not a good idea to do heroin. It's okay. probably not going to lead anywhere good for your life. Right. But it's not wrong. Like, it's not ethically um, impermissible. It's not ethically amoral. You know, something like that. So I would just, I because I look at things in terms of outcomes. Like, it's a it's a, it's a a bad, you know, not in an ethical sense, but it's, it's not going to lead to a, a good outcome, mm-hmm. a favorable outcome. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's kind of odd. And where in the Bible does it say you can't do coke? Huh? Where does it say that? Fucking Prometheans 2, 1, Probably the New Testament. New Testament? Yeah. Where does it say you can't do drugs? Seriously. Honestly. 
Uh, Does it say you, you can't, your body's a temple or some shit? I think in the Old Testament, it's right by the part where it talks about flinging dung and like putting women in the, the uh, menstruation and, houses. And right. Where it says your wife is property right there. It says also don't do blow. Yeah, it does. I believe. Um, I think there is something about your your body is a temple. But I mean, what it, when do we treat our body? I mean, there's so many things that we do that are not good for our health. Right. You know, and then this whole thought of like, we need to outlaw drugs because it's bad for you. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, and then I start bringing up the sugar thing, which she didn't like. Yep. I'm like, well, sugar actually kills more people than drugs. But again, sugar's the devil we know. Well, I've drew, I've had a soda before, and I'm, I was fine. Yeah, I've also, I've done coke before, and I've been fine. It's just, it's weird that we associate these arbitrary sorts of. Forget about like he was assigning like ethical labels to things, right? Where I would say, yeah, both are not a good idea. Having a a, a two liters of soda in a day and doing a bunch of coke are both not a good idea. But guess what? Trumps all of that is your autonomy to do what you want with Mm -hmm. your body, you know. And then it's like, well, then society's gonna society already does. Society already fucking takes care of people because they made mistakes because they got type two diabetes and now they got COVID and they're a thousand pounds overweight and blah blah whatever the case may be. You know, I would love to know the answer of if we made all drugs legal, what the what the percentage or ratio of people that would do them. Yes, that's a I I wanted to bring that up. I don't know if I did, but I wonder if you made certain things legal, would it increase the the amount of you, I imagine it would because it would so. be more accessible. Right. But then it would also be more expensive because it would be taxed. No, it'd probably be cheaper. Because okay, because then there'd be competition would drive it down. Yeah, because a yeah. lot of the reason why drugs are expensive now is because you have to it's hard to get your hands shove on it in your asshole and walk it over the border. Right, right, right. No, you're right. But I'm also thinking they would be taxed as well. So, but and that would yeah. also, I mean, we have problems with the Mexican cartels and Colombian cartels. That would completely destroy their business if we legalized it and we started growing shit here or cultivating would. it, it here. It absolutely would. It would drive to, it, this is guys, economics 101. I mean, we're we're going through philosophy. Yeah. We're giving you an ethics class and econ, economics class 101. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. It would it, it would kill the cartels. Yep. And we could just it would be American made. We wouldn't have to wait for it to be, you know, brought over through a donkey's asshole. Mhm. Um, it would drive down the price. It'd probably be better quality. Yes, it'd be safer. Chances are, be safer. right? Because you would have to. It would have to go through inspections and stuff. Yep. It wouldn't cut, be coming from someone's anus, which is nice. All, probably not all cut up because it wouldn't be super expensive. Right. I mean, there would just be so many positives that would happen. But would people take it? Yeah. But I mean, here's the thing. Like, do you think if you outlawed soda, there'd be less fat people? Like, I don't. You know, I mean, outlaw- try doing that in New York. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it. I don't think it's really going to make a difference if people are addicted or they want something. They'll find where there's a will, there's a way. They say, you know. But I, yeah, I, I just don't think it's it's any it's government's place to tell me what to do with my body, my body, my choice. Remember that. But also, also, you know, a lot of I think a lot of people do drugs because they are illegal and there's a stigma to it, and it's fun to do because it's you know illegal. Yeah. Um. I was told by a video on YouTube, so I know it's true. Oh yeah. That um, addiction is completely misunderstood in this country and or world that addiction is really um, your cope. You're trying to cope with trauma. Like you're trying to cover up and, and numb something traumatic that happened to you. Okay. I mean, do you think it's the case that, I mean, I know people who have tried all the same drugs that I have and they didn't end up in good places because they it got carried away. Yeah. 
but I didn't get carried away. Now, why didn't I get carried away? Is it because I have more self-control? Is it because I'm just a better person? Probably. Um, Is it because they were using that drug to cope with stuff? When I was going through the toughest times of my life, like my parents' divorce, Mm -hmm. I made a conscious effort and promised myself that I wasn't going to do anything during that time. That makes a lot of sense. I knew that's when habits start, is when you're you're down and you're feeling bad and you have something that makes you feel a little bit better. Yep. Then you're fucked. That's and that's exactly what I was gonna get to. So I, I think you know they start out going, "Hey, I'm just you know it makes me feel better, no big deal." And then the next day they're like, "Well, I still want to feel better," so they take it again. Yeah. And then and then eventually, you know, every drug's different. It becomes physically you're physically dependent on yes. that. Yes. Your physiological you're physically dependency. Yeah. yeah. You're physically addicted. So then you get withdrawals, and it's not emotional. It's like you start getting, getting sick. You get sick from it. Yeah, and then and then you get to the point where you like, hey, I need to do this drug because I just want to feel normal. So Oof. I take I take the drug to feel normal. Yeah, but of what I was told initially, that you you become addicted to something because you're trying to cover up trauma, like you said, and that help, that gives you a little it alleviates you yeah. because it takes you away f- from sobriety somehow, whether Correct. like your negative thoughts or whatever. But as we know, it's a cycle because then you get sober for a second and you go, wow, I'm a piece of shit. I just got high all day. I need to get high again so I can forget that I got high. And then it's just, or, just yeah, or, or, spiral. Yeah, you get high and it feels good. It feels euphoric and you forget about your problems. And you, and then the next day you're not high and you're thinking about your problems and you're like, well, if I just get high again. Yeah. You know. And what do you, and people talk about, you know, street level drugs are so bad. What about fucking Oxycontin? I mean, I know that that's pretty much. Delicious. It, it, Delicious. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you think that that's not that shit's not addictive? Like, get oh, out of very, here! Oh, I'm more scared of big pharma than any the, fucking cartel. I'll prob- tell you that much. Probably the most addictive drug out there. Period. Are benzos? Is oxycontin a benzo? Diazepine? No. It's not. Diazepam is yes. Huh? Oxycontin is not. Huh? What is the it? most the most popular one is Xanax. I hear that's a real bitch to get off of. It's probably the worst. Wow. I got a lot of self-control because I was having trouble sleeping. So I was taking a little quarters in here and there. Um, and I had the thought, I think it was like on Monday or something. I'm like, I could just take it. And I go, nope. But see, that's a difference. though. you're not going to, I go, you're not going to be a, like Howard said, you're not going to be a pill head, bitch. Right. So that's a difference. I'll sleep. And if, I went, okay. But that that's how it kind of gets started though. You're like, Hey, if I just take a little bit to go to sleep and then, you know, before you know it, you're two months into every night now. And now you need to, two to go to sleep. You yeah. have to take it. You know, or even just to kind of get tired, but then you were like, well, I remember when I took it, it would make me go to sleep. So maybe if I just double up, it'll make yeah. me go to sleep. I, listen, I get it. I get it. And so benzos you're, you're, are probably the worst. You think that Xanax is more addictive than Oxycontin? Yeah. It's definitely harder to get off as well. Really? Yeah. You have more withdrawals from Xanax than mm-hmm. Oxycontin? Mm-hmm. I thought Oxycontin, I mean, I thought Oxycontin took out a whole fucking nation. No, I believe, uh, probably, probably Octis as well, but- uh, Xanax, like, or benzos, like, if you're on them and, like, stop cold turkey, you're on a high enough dose, you can die. But, but from it's like a the lot. withdrawal. Yeah, and I think oxy might be the same way, but uh, benzos are the worst. This is a dumb question, but I've been asking anyways. Oxycon, it's a painkiller, right? Yes. But it also just gives you, it gives you feelings of euphoria as well. Yeah. It doesn't just kill the pain. It also adds a, a Yeah, a it sense gives you of, energy. And like you a take, little bit of a high. Yeah, if you take enough of those type, you, then you do also get a high. Just but like even, a, okay. even in lower doses, you still get that like energy feeling and the, the not like no pain. I've got energy, like I'm ready to do Oof, stuff. I want to, I want to try it. I'm not gonna, Dad. Don't worry. But uh, like I said to Kevin, I do want to try heroin before I die. I know. I mean, people, like I said, people sell their kids for this shit. 
Well, it's got to be good. They might not like their kid either. <laughs> That's also true. Look, and 10 grand is 10 grand. That's very true. All right, folks. I feel like we really gave you your money's worth today. No. We went, what, like an hour and a half at least? Yeah. I see the calls. We'll get to them next Friday. So just stay yeah, on just, hold. Yep, just keep calling. <laughs> just stay on hold. Um, thank you guys for listening. Blitz, thank you very much. Absolutely. I do very much appreciate Have a great you. weekend with your friend. Have, thank you. We will. I know um, you not boning. Going to the... Uh, Uh, botanical gardens yeah all right have a great weekend everyone out there thank you all 369 of you for staying tuned um this whole time we appreciate you have a good time and we'll see you monday morning bye-bye